This is Little Things, a 12-episode limited series podcast created by Piedmont University student Caleb Rogers, sharing the life-defining memories and moments of his fellow students with the goal of encouraging listeners and living fully and the importance of the little things in life. That's funny. They'd be like, hey, Spencer. I'm like, it's not my night. It's not my night. Well, welcome to the Little Things Podcast. I am with Amani Spence, and I'm so excited to have you on the podcast today. Hello. Hi. I'm really excited to get to know you more because I feel like I've only seen you here in Swanson at night. <laughs> like, literally, that's like all I see you. And like, you have like the best personality and like, I just love your vibe. Like, absolutely love it. And last week... When we were doing, when you were doing the video ad for me, mm-hmm. I was like, and you were doing, um, writing down what you were talking about, and you were talking about your teacher, and how, like, I was like, oh my gosh, this is amazing, like, I have to have you on the podcast, because I know you have an incredible story. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. So, I, go for it. Oh, uh, okay, so, when we were talking earlier, and you were talking about change, it just made me think about, because um, you were talking a lot about, like, change, and, like, going from place to place to place. And so it made me kind of think about, like, when I was growing up a lot, um, I didn't have, like, we didn't move a lot. Like, we just went, um, my parents got divorced when I was, like, four, and we were in Connecticut. And then we moved down to Georgia, which was big jump change because I was, I was four. And all of my family, like, all of, like, most, just about all of my family's in Connecticut. So, like... Everyone's there. So the people that came down to Georgia, I think, were my uncle and his family and then my grandparents. And that's it. So I was like, oh. So I went from, like, seeing everyone to seeing, like, people sometimes. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. Um, And I don't – I think that trauma has been erased from my brain because my mom said I was crying the whole ride there. (laughs) And I was like, okay, I don't remember doing that. Makes sense, though. Um, But as far as, like, just change in life in general – my cousins also came down with my um, my aunt, but um, that was kind of crazy when you were talking about change, and I was thinking about it because I struggle with change a lot um, with, like, people in general because I had a lot of moments where, like, like, for example, my mom would have her friends, right? She'd have her, like, girlfriends, and then I'd always, like, hang out with their, like, their kids, and we're, like, cool, and we were besties, go to each other's houses, and da da but then the parents got into it, and then one day it went from, hey, can we go sleep over their house? And it was like, no, never. Even though we've been doing this for years and we're like all close and like basically grew up together. And I was like, no, absolutely not. And I was like, okay. And then it went from seeing them all the time to like never seeing them ever again with no explanation. And I'm like, okay, nice. We love that. We love that. It was a great feeling. Um, and then the same thing happened with my cousins. We would go over there, sleep over their house all the time. And then my mom and my aunt got into it. Now we're not talking. And so these are just these so many moments of just people like being ripped from under me with like no like no warning, no nothing. And then I was just like, oh, okay. Which funny enough kind of led to like when I get like friends that I'm like really close to, they always be like, Imani, you always do this thing. Like once I feel like really like safe with someone, I'm like, oh no, they're gonna leave. Something's gonna happen, they're gonna leave, they're gonna dip. And now I'm I'm terrified. I'm scared you're gonna leave. Oh my god, no. So <laughs> and so, like even my best friend, we've been friends for like five years, and I'll be like, 
you hate me, don't you? You're going to leave. You're going to leave, right? And he was like, Monty, no. He was like, if I've dealt with you for this long, what makes you think? I was like, I don't know. You might wake up one day and just be like, why not? And he's like, no, you're fine. Um, So I struggle a lot with change, like with that a lot, um, which I don't know. And I've talked to my mom about it, and she was just like, hey, yo. Um, When I first asked her about it, she was like, well, you're a kid, so you go with me. And that is what it is. And I'm like but I ain't got nothing to do with the adult's business. That is right. not, yeah, that has nothing to do with me, you know? Um, so I just had, like, people coming in and out of my life at random times, and I guess that also goes with, like, my dad and that sort of stuff, because he, they got divorced, and man's man was like, <laughs> oh, bye. And I was like, <laughs> okay, nice. We'll so. see, and I think that can, when it comes to family stuff and, Especially, like, divorces. I've, divorces are so hard. I have so many friends, um, high school especially, of broken families who have come in. Their kids have come in with broken families. And I've noticed out of those kids that change is the hardest thing for them. I feel like it's the hardest just in general for our generation specifically. Um, but, you know, we it's it's everyone wants to be comfortable. Mm-hmm. You know, no one wants to have to get in those uncomfortable situations of having to restart or go make new friends and and do all these things that are just no one wants to do and, and makes them uncomfortable, you know? Mm-hmm. And, you know, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I don't know. I can't say anything <laughs> for somebody else because I did it. I was able to experience, again, change uh, a lot growing up mm-hmm. as well as being in military school, I had to adjust to change and all that stuff uh, there as well. Um, but again, I think, you know, when you have uh, broken families, it can be difficult because, again, you know, people leaving and then that fear crawls in, especially at a young age. It's hard. Yeah, because I was just like, it's the it's the fact that, like, it was just without warning. Like, nobody told me this is going to happen. Like, I had no mental preparation. It was none of that. I was just like, one day, we're, like, besties. Next day, you're not doing anything. And then you're just questioning, is it me? Did I do something? No one's just like, I don't know. I'm like, okay, trauma. Nice. We love that. (laughs) Okay. Um, But, and even now, (laughs) my my roommate, when we started getting, like, really close um, within, like, these past two semesters, um, I was like, hey, so, like, they'll always do this, like, I think it was the first semester, I was like, hey, so, like, do you hate me? And then she was just like, why do you what? And I was like, look, 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 I'm, I'm terrified that something's gonna happen right now. Do you hate me? And she's just like, <laughs> she's like, where is this coming from? And I was like, I don't know, I'm just terrified. Um, I just get really scared. Because I'm very, I always mention this, I'm really picky with the people that I get really, really close to. Because I'm like, you can break me. And I'm like, oh, God. That's, mm, no. Um, and, like, I think, as you said, I, I've been thinking about this a lot, too. Um, people, I guess, seem to have this, like, idea of who I am. And they're like, Imani, you're so happy. And you're like a ray of sunshine. And, da, 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 da. and I'm like... I do my best. Right. I'm like, right. yeah, I'm like, I'm a person. I'm like, I'm a mess. But like, um, and so there's like a lot of weird underlying subconscious or 
subconscious expectations that come along with that when people are like constantly like you're this like you're like this person you're so sweet and you're so kind and i'm like i do my best i try really really hard because i don't like making people upset <laughs> not that i don't like conflict because when i get like when i get cool with people the moment they get disrespectful i'm like um actually who are you who are you talking to because it's not me i don't know who you're talking to but it's not me um but i'm i really try hard to be a nice person to be kind and like be really and i think another reason why i try to be so kind is because i have been really depresso expresso at one point of my one point a good chunk of my life so um i try to do my best to be super aware and conscious and understanding of other people and sometimes sometimes it's my own downfall but we're we're boundaries boundaries are important well and i think that's important i think it's so good to be aware of of you know yourself and then other people and really being empathetic to those people especially you know and I, i say this a lot like i feel that our generation doesn't know how to like sit down and have conversations like we are and kind of opening up and just getting to know each other because when we do go through difficult times, we feel alone and we don't even know who to talk to because we're either scared to talk to somebody else because we think they're going to judge us. Mm-hmm. Or again, we have the fear of like telling somebody something and then they're not going to be there for us, mm-hmm. you know? But I'm also curious, you said that you're really picky with friends and I'm picky with friends too. I think I've learned that over uh, the past few years to be picky with friends and my <laughs> friends group has shrunk. <laughs> But I'm curious to know, what is it that you look for in a friend uh, with, you know, things that you have gone through? And, um, yeah, I'm, I'm curious to know what you look for specifically. Um, okay, so I think the biggest one, because I was just talking with my friend the other day, and I was like, one of the biggest things is just seeing me as me. Don't have any expectations of who you think Imani is. Don't come in with that. Don't be like, oh, my God, you're a ray of sunshine. I'm a potato. I'm a potato. I'm, I'm, don't, like... Because if I come to you and I'm like, hey, I'm really going through something, will you be there for me and support me? Or will you let this idea of who you think I am, I'm strong, and oh my God, you're so self-aware and you're emotional, and da, da, da. Will you let that get ahead of just being like real with me? Okay, let's be here for you right now and not expect me to be like, because I think that's another thing that goes along with that is like not being able to talk or like doing that sort of thing. I would come to people and be like, hey, I am really not okay. And they'll be like, Imani, you'll be fine. You're good. You're Imani. Like, because I'm Imani and I'm supposed to be like, oh my God, yes. I'm like, I'm not. I am, I'm going to go like to my room and cry. Like, I'm not okay. Like, <laughs> I am not okay. Um, even when I was like super depresso expresso, that would happen to me so much. Like, so, so much. Where people would be like, I'd be like, I'm really not okay. And they'd be like, oh, okay. Imani, like, what do you mean, Imani? You're not okay. You're so happy. And I'm like, what I'm telling you, I'm telling you this. Like, see see what I'm telling you and not just what you think I am. Um, so I think that's one of the biggest things for me is just seeing me as a person. Um, being supportive, being, being open-minded, being really open-minded, um, and just willing to have deep conversations. I love having deep conversations. Same. It's so much fun. Like, mm-hmm. just getting to know somebody on a personal level, just like walking away from that conversation is so it just makes you feel good and light just knowing that like oh wow like i just made a really good friend that i think that i could probably 
trust mm-hmm. with, with you know when i do get stuck or scared you know it's it's nice and it's it's comforting mm-hmm. and i think it's really comforting f- like for me specifically just because i don't have a lot of people that i do that with mm-hmm. and it's nice to have more yeah you know so uh it's it's definitely interesting do you have i am also curious is there anybody in particular that has you know, been there for you and maybe inspired you to kind of walk away from that fear of change and made you feel more comfortable in that situation specifically? Hmm. Um, okay, I think there are a couple of people. Um, the first one would be one of my best friends. Um, he He was there for me when I was like, I, I was I was in the trenches like I was not I was most depressed espresso like every every other week was like mm, I might like <laughs> like like every other week and he's like money no um and so that was like a good chunk of like middle school and high school for me it was just like mm, I might and like every it was awful like awful mentally and he was there for me like through that and so now I'm just kind of like man I was like you've been with me through that I was like at this point you're you're stuck with me. You're stuck with me now. Like there's there's no going back. If you went through me, I'm like at my my darkest point. I think I think you're gonna be okay. Like so, um, him like sticking through it and being like okay, because I think, ugh, and I'm not gonna like. There's no like blame there because I think sometimes when people are going through like really depressed or expressive things and like, you sometimes you just have to set a boundary and be like, this is a lot on me and I'm not your therapist. Like but. Um, which is totally, like, understandable. Like, I'm not going to reprimand somebody. Like, why would you not? Like, no. Like, sometimes it's a lot. Like, I'll take it on because I I make questionable decisions. But, like, <laughs> like I'll take it on. I think we all do yeah, <laughs> sometimes. Yeah, like, yeah, I'll take it on. I'll take it on because I'm like, I care about you. But I'm, I'm also like, yeah, I'd be the person to be like, yeah, I'm going to sit here and be, and I'm going to do all this stuff for you, and I'm going to sit here and listen to you cry. And then I'm going to be like, yeah, you got this. I'm here for you. And then... I'm I'm gonna hang up and then cry for myself after the fact because don't we're not gonna deal with my problems but like you yes yes I'll be there for you, um, but I think he's definitely one of them and then, mm, and then my boyfriend, my boyfriend bless his heart, <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> like he was there for me during like when I was getting out of my depresso espresso because I sat down one day sophomore during the summer of sophomore year and i was sitting there and i was like i'm tired of this and i sat down and i made a whole like self-care checklist and i was like you're gonna do this you're gonna do this i'm tired of the sad being i'm I'm tired i'm tired so um i sat down i did that and so he he came like after the fact after i was really going through it he came in my recovery phase but he is stuck through like what are we four and a half years now and just going up and down and left and right and just seeing seeing me grow so much as a person from going to being like I might not every day now it's like maybe once a month maybe to like just really like I'm good I'm okay like I have my moments but he's been so supportive and like kind and like been like okay I'm here like I'm here I'm not going anywhere I'm fine so that's always nice I think Mm -hmm. those two do you still have those fear of change you know, kind of things changing and people leaving. Do you still have that fear? And it's, you know, um, are there, you know, how how has 
that fear of change affected you and it, how is it uh, making you a better person trying to work through that? Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. So how's it go? Okay. So I think I still get, when I make new friends, because I, I'm scared, I get scared because one, we have to get past the, you are Imani, this happy, smiley person to like, okay, they see me for me. They're here for me. They're supportive. Um, like, how do we, but then after I get past, as I mentioned before, I do have so many moments where I'm like, are you going to leave? Are you going to leave? Are you going to leave? Like, it'll be like the first, like, three months after we get, like, really close. I'm like, are you going to leave? You're going to leave, aren't you? You're not going to say. You're not going to say. No. No, no, no. And then, like, Imani, I'm not going anywhere. I'm not I'm not going. I'm not going to, okay? But then, like, I'm so, like, I try to be, I'm so observant that, like, when I see, like, the tiniest, like, little minute differences in the like, way they're behaving toward me, I get so, like, panicky i get so panicky in my heart i'm like oh my god this is a sign they're gonna leave and everything's going wrong i'm a horrible person it just go and i start spiraling and i'm like i'm like calculating a million on things they're like they're like no i've just been really stressed at homework i'm like okay nice like, <laughs> like i'm like nice okay we completely over just overthinking but um yeah so i definitely but i tried to just remind myself like hey if they didn't want to be here like they wouldn't be here um if they didn't want to be here, like, they wouldn't be sitting here with me right now. And, hey, like, if they leave, then they leave, and, like, it's okay. But, like, they leave, it's, they leave, it's okay. It's going to hurt. It's going to hurt, and you're probably going to cry about it. Lots, you know, <laughs> you know that's okay. That's okay. But people, co- people come, and they go, and I just have to be happy for the experiences that they brought me at the time. And I think it's always kind of hard when you, like, grow apart. And, like, I feel like it's harder when you have, like, that slow, like, slowly growing apart and you're watching them become more distant. That is so painful. Like, I'm like, just leave. Can you just just ghost me? <laughs> just cut it now, right? <laughs> just cut it now. <laughs> just, just ghost me. I don't want to do it. it easy now and not harder later. <laughs> yeah. Like, just ghost me, bro. Like, oh, my God. Like, yeah, no, just, like, ghost me so I can, like, cry and be mad and get over it. Like, um... <laughs> like <laughs> no, I feel the same way though because there's some people that I get like so close to and then sometimes and then again you see them growing apart whether it's you're you know um, maturing faster than them or it's just they were only supposed to be there for that time and period mm-hmm. and sometimes I've th- I've been through times where I just didn't want them to leave mm-hmm. and I saw it and I'm like yeah. Yeah. It's hard. It's so hard. But um I don't know. Life can be <sighs> That says it all. Yeah. That says it all. <laughs> says it all. Speaking of that, it just made me that just reminded me, um, as much as I, I love my boyfriend the first year of my relationship, as as I feel like what it is with a lot of couples. It was so turbulent because he also was going through some stuff. And this 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 is going to feed back into, like, the whole change thing. Mm-hmm. But he, I, I say I say emotionally constipated. Um, <laughs> emotionally constipated. That's what I say. Emotionally <laughs> constipated when, like, you don't know how to deal with your emotions and they're just kind of all stuffed in there and you're kind of like, like a potato, right? You're just, you don't know what to do. So I say you're emotionally constipated because you don't. Cut back. <laughs> But yeah, like I say, like emotionally constipated. Um, and so he just didn't know how to deal with his feelings. And so when he got with me, and we're long distance. He's in New York. So, oh, wow. So we've been doing this long distance for four years. But um, but when he would get like emotional, like, and he would like, I don't know what to do. He would just leave. 
which long distance especially that does not work because that just means like he'll just cut cold turkey and just like leave for like three days and then i'll be like <laughs> abandon issues and fear of change he <laughs> like just comes up aggressively and it was awful and this would happen like patterns and patterns so it'd be like three days and then it'd be like oh we're fine everything's happy and then another three days like just like within like a month it might be like twice within like a month and then i think with june was it june 2019 he left for like two weeks while i was in a i was in a i was in savannah on vacation like i remember i was sitting in the bathroom and i was like i'm gonna cry because it's really depressing because i was like <laughs> i'm not okay um and i would tell him be like i'm really not okay right now like you are really triggering all of my stuff but i was triggering him because you can't do that in a relationship like you can't you can't not not being emotionally vulnerable in a relationship i feel like is so oof it's such a big oof and so i'd be like what's wrong and he just wouldn't tell me and i'd be like okay like what do you want me to do so um and then he'd just leave and so i'm just like i don't i don't know what to do with this and so i was triggering him because you can't do that in a relationship but then he was triggering me so we were going back and forth um but and then july hits and this is where it gets crazy he left for an entire month didn't cut everyone off cold turkey for a month wow his mom his mom was in georgia so she wasn't there. His mom was in Georgia. He cut everyone off cold turkey. Just didn't talk to anyone for a month. When I tell you, I went through all the stages of grief in that month. I was crying. Like, oh my God. I was crying. I was angry. I was pissed. And I was just like, sir, you're crazy. Like, yeah, no. I, at that point, I was like, that goes back to like, I wish you would have just cheated because this is insane. This is insane because I'm like, oh, my God, this is very painful. Right. This is awful. Um, I was highly triggered and I was like, did I do something wrong? And then I was also worried about him because I was like, I know you're not OK. So what's going on? Um, awful month. Awful month. And, and he came he came back eventually and he was like, hey, um, I kind of he called me on my birthday. He didn't realize it was my birthday, but he called me on my birthday. He like didn't didn't talk to me about the call. My birthday is August 7th. So he called me. I'd already broken up with him because I was like. I was like, if you don't message me back, oh, okay, nope, okay, we're done. Um, called me on my birthday and was like, hey, so I'm sorry. And I was like, mm, okay, cool. Uh, you just put me through a bunch of shit. Mm, I don't really care. Um, <laughs> I don't care. I don't care. I don't care at all. Like, mm, okay. Am I happy to hear from you and like that you're like not like dead or something? Yeah, I'm glad. Like I literally was messaging his best friend, like, can you go check on him to make sure he's like not dead? Thanks. Like I was like really like for a month. Like, bro, and when I tell you, I was down bad. I was so mad. I was so mad and like angry. Still stuffed him a stuffed animal during that month. I'm not I'm crazy. I'm like, no. <laughs> I'm a little crazy. Well, no, because like I completely understand everything you're going through, and I feel like a lot of people do. Mm-hmm. Um because when something like that happens, it's like, okay, here we go with the whole change thing. Because mm-hmm. I feel like even if the relationship that we're in might be toxic, we sometimes stay in it because we're scared of the change of what we have not being there anymore, mm-hmm. you know? And I feel that's kind of almost what you were going through. And I get that because I've been through that. And I think a lot of people can relate to that because it's, it happens, mm-hmm. you know? And... I, I love that we can sit here and that you're comfortable enough to talk about it and just laugh about it. Yes. <laughs> because that just shows so much about you. But um, 
But yeah, that's uh, wow. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He man, we're great now. Like after he got back and we talked, man, I was so mad. We talked for like the full first time for an hour, and I was like, "Damn, I'm still in love with you, bro." Oh, like I was so <laughs> mad. I was so, I was so mad. I was like, "Oh my god!" Like I heard his voice when we were talking, and I was like, "You just left me for a whole month, right. and I should be pissed. I should be angry. I should want to throw something at you." But no, I'm sitting here smiling like a fucking goofball because I'm like, "I'm in love with you," and I'm like, "That—that's what us people do. We're so empathetic and just want to." you know, please everybody and everything. We do that. I'm the same way. I do the same thing, yeah. you know. But um, but one one last thing that I want to ask, um, what pe- other people who are going through change, specifically or s- struggling with change, what advice could you give those people based off of, you know, what you've been through and what you've done to overcome those difficult times? Mm. Um. I guess if nothing else, I think if there's one thing that I've learned about just life with all the change as much as it's awful and I still hate it, um, I've come to accept that it's just part of life and that what is meant for you will be there for you and it'll like come and it'll go and it's it's gonna hurt. And just accept that sometimes it's just gonna hurt. It's gonna hurt. Like there there's no there's no way that I can be like it's gonna be fine and you're gonna be great and you're gonna be like, yeah, change, throw it at me. Like, that's not, that's not, like, I can't, I'm not gonna say that because you're you're still gonna be like, but they left me and I'm, I'm sad. And like, you're allowed to be sad, be sad about it, be sad about it. But then also be like, hey, hey, if they wanted to be here, if something was happening, then like, it'll be okay. And if like, you have to move or something happened like that, like, try to th- like, be like, allow yourself to enjoy like the good times enjoy like what it brought you or what you learned or like whatever and accept it and then move forward um don't just be like this is the worst thing ever and be like hey let's celebrate be like what did i learn from this wonderful place that i that i like what am i what did i learn what did it grow from like how how did i change as a person um and what can you take away from it and allow yourself to cry and be sad about it amen (laughs) (laughs) amen my hands are up (laughs) yes yes Yes, that's i love that awesome well Amani, thank you so much. You are amazing. Guys, Amani is in the Swanson Center at the desks Monday and Wednesday nights. Come say hi to her. We love her. She's the best. Thank you. Thanks for sharing your story. We love you. Thank you. Make sure you join in every Thursday with your host, Caleb Rogers, sharing the life-defining memories and moments of his fellow students with the goal of encouraging listeners and living fully and the importance of the little things in life.